Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Cedar Valley Church this morning. My name is Grant, one of the pastors here, and this morning I'm joined by Carol. Hi. And we're going to get the service started for you. If this is your first time here, a special welcome to you. We'd love to get to know you better, and you can help us by giving a shout out to hello at cedarvalley.ca or just drop a comment down in the comment bar. Absolutely, and for everybody joining in, one of the best ways to stay informed about the different stuff going on day-to-day, week-to-week, just some good local updates, posts, devotional posts, everything like that. Uh, follow us on Instagram, we're on Facebook, you're probably joining us on Facebook here, subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, or you can head over to our website and sign up for our weekly email newsletter. We send that out on Fridays and uh, it's cedarvalley.ca, scroll to the bottom of the page, or I think there's a pop-up, whatever, great content every week. And we also realized that um, over this past year, some of you have moved or your addresses, email addresses, phone numbers, things have changed for you, but we'd like to be current with that information in the church office. So if you have a, a change of any of that kind of stuff, if you could send us an email at office at cedarvalley.ca, um, we'd like to update your information. Yeah, because actually that's one of your big projects that you're working on right now is uh, we found that we're a little out of date on some of this stuff and Carol's been helping mm -hmm. us out in the office making sure that we're in touch, we're connected, especially this, it's been a whole year, but we're our main way of communicating right now is phone and email. So That's right. Yeah, yeah. so if, if you're out of date or if any of that's changed, let us know. Um, give us even a phone call, 604-826-2445. Mm -hmm. And today is Mother's Day, so happy Mother's Day. And after the service, we've got something special. We're inviting all of you to stop by the church between 11.30 and 12.30, uh, drive through and pick up a special gift that we want to just give out to all the amazing women out there. You're all invited. Come by 11.30 to 12.30 and uh, yeah, see you then. And just throwing a reminder to save the date for May the 30th, because that's the day we are hoping that we can go to Camp Squia for uh, just a, a one day event this year. Uh, depending on what the restrictions of the health authorities are, um, if they loosen up our restrictions, we'd love to spend a day there. So save the date, mark it on your calendar now. Yeah, yeah, we totally get that. Like, if where we're at right now does get extended, we can't do it, but we're going to plan for hope. Mm -hmm. And hey, that would be a fantastic weekend. So save that date. And, mm -hmm. you know, let's just get the service started off at the time of prayer. Okay. So, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this, this morning. God, Mother's Day is such a great time that we get to reflect on the amazing women in our lives, uh, our moms, aunts, uh, just other people. It's been teachers, uh, motherly influences in our lives, God. And we know too that there are a lot of people who don't have that direct influence in their life. But what's amazing is we read in the Bible that you're referred to often as a father, but you actually also reflect the motherly characters to all of us. And we thank you for that. Man, God, you transcend what seems normal, what seems expected in this, that you give us that fulfilled need of motherhood in our lives too. And, what a bizarre way, but uh, I just pray that you bless this time. Any uh, Anything that's been given towards the work and ministry here at Cedar Valley, God, that you bless it, that you multiply it, and we're just so thankful that you have been so present with us as a church this whole past year and that you will continue to be. So we pray all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. All right, we're going to get the service started here with a time of worship singing. Our worship teams have recorded some songs. There's lyrics on the screen so you can join in at home however you feel comfortable. After that, we are going to have a, a special lesson for you from Pastor Doug and Rob. Mm. Um, Doug tries to get out interactive materials to the families and kids and stuff throughout the week there so that it can work together with his, his special lesson. If you're not receiving those or, or would like to, uh, please contact Pastor Doug and yeah. he will get that stuff out to you. Yeah, I hope it's a little banner there so everyone can hear. Yeah, right. Out <laughs> on that little banner there. Yeah. yeah. And today we have an extra special day because um, Leslie has interviewed a couple of our special women from our congregation mm. to share about mentoring and uh, the way that they have been impacted by mentors in their lives here and I can't wait to hear about that. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's great. Sure. Mother's Day, a bit of a special thing, a break from our John Gospel of John series. And, you know, before we head into all of that great service this morning, it's Mother's Day. So, Carol, I've got to ask you, as a mother, we I, I need some help here, too. I think, you know, we're going to bring this out online. What is the best gift or encouragement, if it's words or food or whatever it is, like what's the best thing that you can receive uh, as affirmation on Mother's Day? 
You know, for me, it's never been about the stuff or any kind of gifts that way, but it's just the presence of my children and my grandchildren. I mean, God blessed me with the most amazing boys and the most amazing daughters in love that I couldn't ask for better girls if they were born to me myself and, and my grandkids. I mean, just in the, being in the presence of them, that's all I ever need. Oh, well, that's perfect. So I, I'm going to return that big box of hedgehog chocolates home to you. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Fantastic. But hey, you know what? Thanks so much for that, Carol. Everyone, before we get into the service, share some words of encouragement for your mothers. Tag them in a comment on Facebook or YouTube or somebody who has had that influence in your life, an amazing woman in your life. Just share that, uh, some words of encouragement. Give us some sense of the way you are appreciative of your mothers, of ladies in your life. Thanks everyone for joining in. We're in for a great service. Thanks. Bye-bye.
Hey Cedar Valley kids, it's Mother's Day. Hi mom. Happy Mother's Day. You know, this is awesome. And I hope you've had a chance to think about what you're gonna do for your mom today. I think maybe some of them have made breakfast already, delivered it. That'd be a great dad. idea. If they haven't, that's a great idea. It's, it's cool if you haven't done that yet. Yeah. Maybe it can be dinner. Although maybe oh. not in dinner. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are we making today? Well, we are gonna make a cake for the moms as we talk about moms. Give the kids some ideas of what they can do. This is brilliant. Um, maybe it's flowers or chocolates, maybe a special card, um, or maybe something really practical, like emptying the dishwasher. Oh, that's great. What else yep. could they do to show mom that oh. they, they love her? What did our kids used to do? They used to like clean their rooms sometimes. Yeah. They awesome. might clean the garbage, collect the garbage and put it all in one bag. Moms like whatever love that might sort be. of thing. You know, years ago when our kids were small, Jenny would say, one of the best Mother's Day's gift you can give to me if you guys would just all be nice yeah. all day long. <laughs> or quiet. <laughs> or quiet, that's all she wanted. Sure. So, you mentioned cake, we're gonna bake a cake. Now, you can use something like this, yeah. make a great cake. We're not going to. That's right. We're, we're no, do no cheating oh, no. here. That's, yeah, that's right. right. You can make it out of a great cookbook. Give me a second, I'm gonna roll my sleeves up. You know what? I think we're just gonna do this. Have you ever made a cake before? Yes. Yes. Have you? Awesome. No, but I've eaten a lot of cake. Yeah, so, so that makes us experts. So I think we know the deal. Exactly. <laughs> While we make this cake, um, we're gonna think about some things that moms say, right? Oh, some crazy yeah. things that moms say. Yeah. So to get us going here, we're gonna need some flour. How much flour do you think we need? A couple cups of things, right? Get, get a cup. Lots, I would say lots. Lots, okay, like, let's let's do lots. I don't think we need measuring cups, just pour yeah, it in. Just pour it in. No. Okay. And um, eyeball it. All right. And what do you? Okay, that's about three cups, I'd say. Okay, good. Is that good? Is. Yeah. Okay. You know, one of the things that moms say that I know um, they say, look at me when I'm talking to you. That, that, that's a mom's thing for sure, right? We're gonna need some sugar. How much oh, sugar yeah. do you think? Sugar or salt? Well, we're gonna need both. Okay. But, but sugar, you can use a cup for that if you okay. want. Or just use that uh, one. There's a, what about? There's a cup right here. Two, two to one. Two of those? Flour, sugar mix. Okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a cake, it's, it's gotta be cake. sweet. It's gotta be sweet. Yeah! That is looking fine. Love that. Right. Yeah. You know what, another thing that moms often say is kids, make good choices as they're growing up, right? That's true. That, that's a mom thing. And this say. may ring a bell for maybe kids in your home, but my we had a deep freezer downstairs in the basement, and my mother would often say to me, could you go please retrieve whatever we were eating that night from the freezer, because it was right? wrapped in that yeah. butcher yeah. paper, and it would have like this faint print, and I would go down looking for it, and I would scream, Mom, I cannot find it! And you know what she'd say, right? If I have to come down there. <laughs> exactly. If I have to come down there. Yes, that's what yeah. my this, mom said periodically. So we got a little bit of ba baking powder there. Okay. And you know what? We want this to be a chocolate cake. Yeah. So I've got um, brown eggs. Brown oh, that's eggs. brilliant. Good. Exactly. So here, you take one. Okay. And I'll take one. Okay. And have you? Can you crack an egg one-handed? I cannot crack. Let's give it a go. Okay. Here. Okay. Ready? Oh, 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 did you mean, oh, oh, wow, okay. Sort of. How about this? How about what? <laughs> Is that okay? Is that gonna okay. work? Now, now, now you just grill some people out. That's, I'm gonna pick as many of these as I can out of here. Oh, you don't want and the eggshell? No, no, generally not, okay. Okay. but that's okay. Okay. Yeah, okay, just a few in there is not bad. Okay. Now I think we need the know. milk. And this is going to be double chocolate, so we're making chocolate. Right. Using chocolate milk. So let's throw some so, chocolate milk yeah. in here. Yeah. You know, oh, kids, okay. while wow. we're making this, I would like you to put in, get I'll your just mom's. Put in whatever you, how much? You know, that's good. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, okay. I think okay. that's good. Okay. Great. Okay. Why don't you start stirring? I would love to. Why don't you guys send in right now things that your moms say? Maybe things that oh. you really like, or maybe you don't like to hear very much. And while we're mixing, we're going to need just. Yeah, we need a bit of salt, of salt, I think. Yeah. Yeah, just a pinch. That was quite a pinch. Yeah, well, my mom used to pinch really hard. She gave yeah. me a big pinch, so that's about Is that one of the things that your mom did? Like, we're, we've been talking about what things moms say. Yeah. What are some say. of the things your mom did that were like, oh, super memorable? Uh, you know what? Mom was kind of like always there whenever I got home. Yeah. Mom was just there. For me, that, that was awesome. We need a little bit of vanilla in here, just a touch. Yeah. Because it's very good. 
but it's oh my expensive. Ooh, it's very expensive nice. and it's pretty powerful it is yeah very very strong so yeah. i think that's pretty much oh kiss. okay now if we want to spice it up oh. how many vote for franks in the cake <laughs> what do you think i say go for it maybe not today Okay. Uh, but there is oh, cocoa. We almost cocoa. forgot that. It's a chocolate cake, so yeah. we have cocoa. Stir it okay. up. Okay. I'll stir that in as the final ingredient. You know what? I'm going to check our oven. Make sure the oven's on. It is preheated well. Okay. We are just about ready to throw this in the oven. So my mom was a nurse, and then she became a registered massage therapist. And maybe you saw some of the photos down here before. Uh, you would have met my mom that way. She's that red-headed wonder in one of those pictures. Uh, she, so I, I, she wasn't home every day I came home, but there's one thing I do remember. Every Friday night for the longest time that I can remember, mom used to gather us into the three children that you see in the pictures uh, into this massive rocking chair we had as a family to sit down for the Friday night sort of movie night. Yeah. And she yeah. would sing this little song every time. She'd gather us in and it was the family rocking chair. And she'd say, rocking the family, rocking the fam," And we'd be rocking all this time. And then she'd end it by singing, my whole family. And it was, it was brilliant, actually, and really warm. So that's a it great is, memory. You know what? That, that's about as sweet as this cake is going to be, I think. Oh, that, I think it's, uh, it's, yeah, they're comparable. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Anyways, we've mixed well yeah. here. What we're going to do is we're going to pour it into our pan. Okay. And... We want you to think about some of the things that your mom does for you. Um, we, we would love you to think about that a little bit. We're gonna set that aside and it's ready to go. And this it is gonna be to done go. by the yeah. time we're finished chatting here Absolutely. with the kids. All right, so yeah. into the oven it goes. Ah, perfect temperature. All right, now a couple of other things that moms do. You know what, they probably have kissed the scrape on your knee to make it all feel better. Yep. Yeah, um, they have likely when, when changed a ton of these <laughs> on you, and you know what? I bet you some of the dads out there you don't even know what this is. Well, I do. Okay, good for you. Did you change diapers? Not much. Okay, but I, but I did. <laughs> the other thing I, I would say Jackie changed more than I did yeah, for sure. She did. Yeah, I'm sure she did. Um, you know, so many things that, that they do for us yeah. all the time. You know, even as they get older yeah. and they become grandmas. Yeah. And as we have, get older and have our own kids and grandkids, you know what? Moms pray for us yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And when we're, you mentioned the kiss when we get a boo-boo. Yeah. Uh, when we're scared or sad, they, oh. they hold us and they... They're right there. Yeah, they can be. And they, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And... You know what, especially when we're kind of crazy, because some of us have, well, we've done things that, we've done things that mom says, whoa, yeah. get down from there, don't do that, we get older, yeah. be careful. Yeah. Um, and I just Make good choices, you, make, make good, good choices. And you didn't, and what happens? Yeah. yeah. Mom's. Yeah. Mom's hair goes gray. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I gotta tell you that my mom's gray hair is all for my brother and my sister. Right, not, not you. Not for me. No, I, I saw that one coming. That yeah. makes sense, actually. Yeah. Um, but they love us, right? They do. So here's something my mom did all the time. It's why we have the jug of chocolate milk here. We didn't need four liters apparently. Uh, but it was a, it's a, a memory piece for me because my, my mom actually passed away last fall. So for me, this is a, a memory piece around going to her house when she was older. And when I was married, I'd show up with my family and she'd always have chocolate milk in the fridge because oh, she knew sweet. me. She knew what I liked and it was but always I, available. Yeah. So. And speaking of knowing you, mm. you know, I just want to let the kids know and remind it for us as well, how God, how well God knows us, mm -hmm. that he gave us moms, right? Yeah. And so he said in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 2, honor your mom. Yeah. Now, um, how, how can we do that? How can kids honor their moms? We want to ask you, what's something you can do? But honor is showing respect, yeah. admiring, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so many things um, that we can do to show honor to our moms yeah. because they love us so much. Saying kind words, yeah. I love you, mom. Yeah. Uh, doing what they've asked us to do without a whole lot of, Mah! more like, yeah, okay, mom. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. You know what? I think our cake is pretty much done. I think you're right. What do you think? Think it's going to be done? Oh, yeah, totally. <sighs> Me yeah. too. Oh, yeah. There oh, you go. Oh. It looks awesome. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. 
Well you done. Know what? Yeah. Look at this. Et voila. Ah, yeah. Kids, simple. <laughs> Throw stuff together in a bowl, mix it up, put it in the oven. Mom's gonna love it. And just a reminder, today, right after church, between 11.30 and 12.30, yep. Yep. all of the ladies from the church, kids, get your moms here. We have a special gift for them. And you know what? Kids, you might get to have a piece of this cake that we just made here today. Yeah, you might. Yeah. Can I toast to my, are, are, we, are, we, are we done? We're pretty much done. Oh, cake done. is me. Fantastic. Yeah. And we've made it known that it's available and there's a gift for our mothers. Uh, and our ladies here at the church. I was going to invite you guys to toast my mom with the chocolate milk with me. We can do that. Can I do that? I love chocolate All right. milk. Grant, Doug, yeah. cheers to my mom. Yeah. I love her. Sure. She loved me. Today is Mother's Day and we are here with four amazing women of our church and we're talking today about relationships that are intentional. So mentorships, coaching, um, those kinds of things and we are just excited to learn from these women and explore a little bit of what mentorship looks like. So first up we have Teresa Chan here and she's part of our finance team and has been coming to Cedar Valley for quite a few years so we are excited. So welcome here. Thank you. You're welcome. And so Teresa, is there somebody in your life that has had significant impact on your life? Uh, yes, absolutely. Actually, lots of people. Hmm. It was really hard to narrow down just to one person. Hmm. Um, uh, it can be more than one. <laughs> yes, and there, there are lots, but being a teacher is a hmm. huge part of my identity. So hmm. I've chosen uh, Normal Bawa, who hmm. is a faculty advisor at UBC, and Maybe. she was my advisor during my practicum hmm. um, while I was doing the Bachelor of Education. Wow, that sounds really cool. What a great person to learn from, especially mm -hmm. in your field of study. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Would you consider them a mentor? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, self-esteem had been such a, a big challenge for mm. me. And um, I knew I've always wanted to be a teacher and I put everything, like I put 100% in all that mm. I do. Um, but I felt that if I didn't succeed as a teacher, I wouldn't know what to do. Mm. And so, so the first... The first time that I fumbled through a lesson uh, during my practicum, mm -hmm. Normal sat me down and she worked through it with me. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh. I, I even cried at that meeting, I remember. And she said, she said, you found your voice. It's okay mm -hmm. to cry. And, and she told me that, that you cry because you, you care that mm -hmm. much. You're so invested. Yeah. If you didn't care, you, you'd just be like, well, whatever, right? Yeah. But it wasn't whatever. So she she helped me find my voice, and that was mm. really important. No kidding, especially in a role like teaching, where you you are the voice to students that are learning from you, and so then to find that and have that from yeah a faculty advisor would be so amazing. Well, I could be that voice, but what Normal also taught me was to be the facilitator at that mm. voice. So my students have voices, and that's right. my role as a teacher, is to help them find the voice. Mm. And so I've learned like really early on that it wasn't just the content. You know, Starting off as a teacher, we worried about whether we knew our stuff. And I mm -hmm. was an English teacher and a social studies teacher, and did I know my history, and did I know my verbs and gerunds? Right. And, and then over, you know, after a few years, I realized that's, that's a vehicle to helping students mm. find their voices, to help them write, to, to draw, to, to create and compose, mm. and it's their voice that they need that need to be found and yeah. and normal i remembered her say you need to find your voice mm. and and that's that's what i carry with me yeah and how neat to have experienced that from her in helping you find your voice so that then you can take that to your students and help them find theirs yeah absolutely which is so cool that's the whole i think that's the whole point of mentorship right as you learn something and then you get to pass it down to other people yes. and hopefully they pass it down to others as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So did you, at a point, was there a point when you kind of entered into this like relationship with her where you're like, I know what I want from her or did it sort of happen a little bit more organically? Well, it, it happened professionally. Um, okay. She was like a very brief part of my life. Hmm. And, and I, so even 
even then I wondered, you know, could I have considered her a mentor? But mm. absolutely, I, I learned so much compassion and knowledge from her. And in that brief moment, it was still quite an intense relationship. And so, yeah. you know, I was looking for somebody to help guide me and guide my practice. Mm. Um, but she was so caring and and so enlightening. And mm. I just appreciated that much about her. And, and so, yes, I found my voice, but my voice is constructed of all the other voices that mm. had had uplifted me and and encouraged me over the years and normal's voice was a big mm. part of that that's amazing and how cool to see just even like you said even though it's a short part of your life it was an intense part where it was very impactful mm -hmm. but then now you've had this opportunity too to look back and at the beginning you said like there's so many people who've spoken mm -hmm. into my life mm -hmm. and so how neat to kind of pinpoint like at different seasons you've had different people walk you through different parts of yeah exactly of your life which is so cool and yes. so like encouraging to to hear that like even if if somebody is wanting to become a mentor or is a mentor or wants to be mentored it doesn't have to be right. forever it can just be these little parts of your life yeah absolutely mm. thank you thank you that's really cool is there anything else you've like applied from your mentor going forward that you'd like to share uh normal wanted to pass on that that mm. torch like she right. this is why she was in that role um mm. to to allow us to find our voices and to carry that on um and and recently she reconnected with me because oh, cool. she was retiring. So she was going through all the all her files. Yeah. And she said, I wonder how my former students are hmm. working out. And I got to tell her oh, that amazing. I graduated with a master's. I'm still teaching, <laughs> you know, and that's that's so you know, that's so mm. amazing to hear her voice again and she's yeah. so sharp as a tack and you know, she like she she has not changed from, from when I've like yeah. worked with her almost twenty years ago, right? Um, and and it carries with me and, and yeah. I remember, you know, the day after I connected with her, a student that I had, you know, that that I had taught years ago and she emailed back to say mm. that, you know, all I said to her that one day was that um that i said hi and that mm. i that i see you and i don't know what you're going through but i want you to know that i'm here for you mm. and whenever you are ready to talk i'm here and i didn't know Amazing. that she was going through something then yeah. um and i'm so glad that she came back to mm. to say that greeting helped and now i'm going to counseling wow. and but if i hadn't had somebody tell me yeah. you know that they're available for me um i wouldn't have continued and mm. that was impactful so Absolutely. like you said earlier you know that somebody had mentored me yeah. and sometimes without knowing we just we kind of carry on that yeah. that role and and mm. uh so i'm really i'm really glad to be able to to be a part of that student's yeah. life and have normal be a part of mine that's amazing and so special that you were able to express that to her Yes. kind of give those thanks back all these years later. Yeah, yeah. And then to have a student do the exact same thing. Like yes. That's so, that's so special. And I think that's something that, that God would orchestrate to be like, hey, you have influence. Yes. And like, this is good. And what you're doing is important. Yes. So, Thank oh, you. That's amazing. Thank you. Well, thanks for joining us today. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Up next, we have Gail Dirksen joining us. Well, we have Gail Dirksen here with us next. Um, she is part of our leadership team here at Cedar Valley and has been a member for a really long time. So welcome here. Thank you. So who has had significant influence on your life? Who hasn't? Oh, <laughs> no. good question. Um, many, hmm. many have. As I was thinking about um, these questions mm -hmm. on, on uh, uh, significant people, on mentors, um, I, I was thinking of the, um, the qualities and what what are they there for? Who has hmm. spoke into it? And so I was thinking trustworthy, hmm. um, listening without judging. Yep. And um, what was the other? Just um, not speaking, not be quick to hmm. advise. Right. Th those three things. Hmm. And so then two different women have come to mind. Cool. That have done those things. Yeah. Amazing. And where did you meet these women? You can kind of be general if you'd like. Uh, church. Oh, cool. That's amazing. Yeah. And were they people that had like significant impact on your life? Absolutely. In what kind of ways? Um, there's two women still to this day 
that when they ask, how are you, they're not saying hmm. just how are you, they're right. saying, Gail, how really are you? Right. And um, that has made such a difference because with them, I've been able to trust hmm. the deep things with. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that, yeah, that's hmm. why I would qualify them as being really significant in, hmm. in my growth. In, mm -hmm. Yeah, change in my life. That's amazing. And it's so, like you say, it's so impactful to have people that really do listen and care, mm -hmm. especially when they ask like, oh, how are you doing? Because mm -hmm. you can ask that a couple different ways, right? Oh, yeah. How are you doing or how are you? Yeah. And like, how do you really feel? Yeah. And, and it, yeah, it does change how you answer that question for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Was there a specific lesson that um, you had learned from them at some point? Um, well, one thing that, both of them taught, um, and it was the piece on not being quick to respond. Mm. And what I've learned is when somebody is speaking to um, allow them to finish mm. mm -hmm. and really say what they're wanting to say and not adding anything. Right. Um, and so they've both taught me that to listen mm. well. I'm learning it <laughs> still. We'll always learn it, but yeah. uh, that's one huge thing. Mm. And another thing was um, prayer. Mm. They are both praying women, and um, they would end our time together. Well, let's pray about it. And that cool. also is huge. That so is huge. Those, those are lessons that I take seriously. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Is there ways that you've seen those lessons play out now in your own life? like with your kids or grandkids or other friends in your life? Mm -hmm. Same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm learning. Yeah. Um, sometimes I already want to do that well you should. Right. And then I stop myself before I even go there and just like, no, mm -hmm. I'm not walking their journey. That's, right. that's their journey. Yeah. And I might see it with different eyes and might see a good direction for them to go, but... Mm -hmm. Um, to, to keep my mouth shut <laughs> and just just to know that I care yeah. so yeah those mm. are good lessons yeah absolutely and to have mm. that kind of at the core of what you're what you're doing when you're listening to people also gives mm. them that gift to then learn and process the same mm. way that you have mm -hmm. and to be able to understand like oh Gail is somebody that I can listen like that she'll listen to me mm -hmm. and and not just quickly jump in with things which mm -hmm. is which is huge because it yeah, there's people that just really need to, I'm definitely a verbal processor, so I need that person that's going to listen without quickly jumping in. So mm -hmm. that's really cool that you've noticed that from your mentors and then mm -hmm. also in your own life. Mm -hmm. That's really neat. Um, if you kind of gave us like a snapshot of your life before you knew these ladies or people and after, would there be any differences that you'd point out? Oh, very much so. Mm. Um, both of them stepped into my life at critical points mm. at each each at yeah. different times but um there must have been something about them that allowed me to share mm. that initial yeah <laughs> step into it and um then they were trustworthy they mm. they didn't you know spread it around they yeah. they then um addressed it again mm. like uh, um, thinking of one particular she would just like okay in this area how are you doing mm. you know so very intentional yeah very intentional both of them are mm. and still to this day one I'm meeting this week oh that's amazing. you know just yeah, yeah. it's just like no we need to meet mm. and just really talk so yeah yeah that's so cool and what a neat way to also see just how God works when something in like big was impacting mm -hmm. your life yeah. to then bring these people in mm -hmm. and have them right away just be yeah, again, those people that say, like, how are you doing? And to be trustworthy safe. and safe. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. What an amazing story of just, mm -hmm. yeah, people that are present and willing mm -hmm. and intentional. Yeah. And that's amazing. Thanks so much for sharing. I'm very grateful. I bet. Mm -hmm. Thank awesome. you. You're welcome. Well, next up, we have Pam Shervanka with us. So thanks again. You're welcome. Good morning, Cedar Valley. We are here with Pam Shervanka. My name is Leslie Miller, and we have got a really special just kind of interview process style today about mentorship. And so Pam Shervanka is 
um, one of our church members. She's been coming to Cedar Valley for about a year, year and a half, and we're just excited to get to know you a little bit more. Thanks. So, nice to meet you. Well, yes, we're excited. So is there anybody that's had a significant influence on your life? Yes, I've been, Margaret has had quite an influence on my life over the last probably seven or eight months. That's cool. And yeah, so she's been, quite made quite an impact on me. Cool, and how did you guys meet? We met when I first came, the first day I came to Cedar Valley, no which way. was about a year ago. And yeah, and then we started to get to know each other in a small group once COVID hit. We started meeting on the porch and cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And would you kind of, kind of consider her like a mentor in your life or like a significant relationship, something like that? Yeah, Margaret and I have been meeting online for the last oh, few months. That's uh, awesome. Once a week. And Margaret's been mentoring me and cool. helping me, you know, with reading and things like that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really great to hear. What kind of impact has she had on your life? You've mentioned that you've met and like reading together. What kinds of things have you experienced with her? Well, Margaret's been teaching me how to read the Bible and read scripture and God's word in a different way. Mm -hmm. um, she brings a lot of her examples and experiences into reading scripture so I can understand and just really focusing on teaching me like different ways to other than just reading the mm. Bible straight, just reading it. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been spending a That's lot cool. of time really diving into the Lord's word. Mm and praying and just really spending a lot of time mm. doing that. That yeah. sounds really great. That's, I really like that. Yeah. Is there anything that you have um, learned specifically? Like, so you've mentioned a lot of like general things you've done, but is there like a specific lesson that you've learned from her? Yeah, I think one of the, the main lessons that I've learned is to slow down mm. and to know that the Lord loves me mm. and to just take time to read and pray mm. on his word, you know, and just just take my time. So mm. and to ask questions yeah. and always with everything, you know, go to the Lord because mm. he, he's there for me. And that just really to let myself just go into that area of my life and mm. not try to figure things out on my own and things like that, because God's always there for me. So just, cool. Yeah. We've been working on that a lot and I've hmm. been really taking that and reading and I pray, you know, I read scripture every morning. And if I have cool. any questions, I just can go to Margaret. She helps me. <laughs> so That's it's amazing. Great. Yeah. So good to have somebody like that in your life where you're like, I'm reading this thing that is cool and I like it, but I've got this question and it's so neat to already have that established relationship where you can, yeah, jot them down and week to week yeah. ask questions. That's so special. Yes. So it's been a wonderful cool. experience, such a joy. Hmm. Yeah. What kinds of impacts has this had kind of in your personal life? Like, is there something that you've noticed that um, is different or just a way it's impacted you practically? I think it's given me more, more of an easy feeling to hmm. take the opportunity to speak hmm. God's word to other people in oh, my cool. life. Um, and to take every opportunity that I can. Mm. that I have to speak the word and yeah. even if it's to a non-Christian or yeah. to somebody you know I'm the only Christian in my family mm. and just being able to reach out to them with scripture and mm. make them feel you know want to be encouraged or yeah. ask more questions so mm. I've noticed that family members are coming to me and asking mm. me things about God and ask me for a Bible and just wow. really coming out. So I think just being able to be able to give that to somebody else and spread yeah. the word that way has been really awesome. That's so cool to see that you've experienced that with Margaret, yeah. but then been able to take what you've learned and then give that forward and pass that on to people in your life. That's amazing. And then to have that resource of Margaret to come back to you and say, Hey, I have a, they have a question about this and yes. I'm not sure. And what do you think? And like, yeah. that's, that's amazing. And I have been doing that asking Margaret, what do I say? That's so, perfect. That's so perfect. good. That's exactly yeah. what mentorship is like, right? It's that give and take and learning how to show others about Jesus and his love and his word and all this, all these things you've mentioned. So, yeah. oh, that's so cool. So encouraging. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. We are so glad that you were here sharing with us and willing to speak and share a bit of your story. Perfect, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Perfect, so we will have Margaret up next.
All right, so our next guest here with us is Margaret Dobson. She is currently part of our transitional team here at Cedar Valley um, and has been a long-term missionary. So welcome here. Thank you, good to be here. So who has had a significant influence on your life um, and what impact did they have? All right. I would actually say it's a, a group of women. Mm. Uh, when I first came to the church in the late 60s, mm-hmm. there was a group of older ladies and I affectionately call them the grandmas. <laughs> These ladies had, not all of them, but many of them had come from Russia, had escaped persecution, the Bolshevik Mm. Revolution of 1917-1918, had gone through some real times of of hardship. I had the privilege of being invited into their their homes and Mm. listening to them tell their stories. And It was just amazing how they would tell these stories, just Mm matter-of-factly of hardship, but then they would say, and God has been so good to me. Oh, wow. Just in their very humble, gentle ways. Mm -hmm. And that has stayed with me. I I hope that if I were to ever go through a time of hardship in my life, that I would be able to say the same thing. Mm -hmm. That's my my desire, my takeaway Mm -hmm. from that. Wow, how impactful to just hear stories like that and yeah. to know that that was their like yeah. final thing, that like God is good. Yeah. That's really amazing. Is there somebody in your life that you count as a mentor to you um, or have you, and what was a lesson that you've learned from them? Right, Ruth Chapman, hmm. no question. <laughs> That's cool. Ruth was a, a colleague of mine in, in Cameroon, yeah. Africa. And I like to actually mention two items. Um, first of all, it's it's easy to say, you know, God is good. We have the expression, God is good all the time. Mm. All the time, and, God is good. <laughs> and, and that's, you know, we say it and we mm-hmm. mean it yeah. during times of, of joy. But what happens when there's gut-wrenching, heart-shredding times? Mm. And this happened to Ruth. Um, they were coming home on furlough from Africa, stopped in Ontario. The boys became ill. She had two sons, Ross mm-hmm. and Timothy, ages uh, six and 12. And with falciparum malaria, you die in a week if you don't receive the treatment. And the wow. doctor insisted in Ontario that it was something else, and so mm-hmm. they weren't treated. They died the same day. Wow. I came home a year later and had the opportunity of being with her. And we talked about this. And I'll never forget how she, she looked at me directly and affirmed, Margaret, God is good mm. in all his ways. Wow. Such amazing faith. Mm-hmm. See that I was still learning the lesson from the grandmas to Ruth. Mm-hmm. Now the second thing I wanted to bring out was that um, her goal in life was to point or to draw people to God. Hmm. And I can remember times due to difficult circumstances, my focus went off Hmm. and she in love pointed her (laughs) finger at me and said, now Margaret. She was right. Yeah. I needed to be corrected. She rebuked me, but I knew it was in love mm. and it was the good thing to do. And uh, just loved her all the more for it. Mm. Um, I miss her godly input into my life. She's now with the Lord. She and her husband were killed in a plane crash in Africa. Wow. So. How special to learn from someone who you just know like in her soul that she believes that God is good because of all these things that have happened and mm-hmm. to see and watch somebody go through that and still come out with that and out. still be pointing people to Jesus is right. is so authentic and so such an amazing person to follow. Yeah. That's awesome. How have you applied some of what you've learned from this mentor in your own life? So I too want to draw people, point people to God. Mm. And uh, God has given us all gifts Mm -hmm. in which we can do that. Mine is in the area of teaching or coming Mm. alongside and helping. 
Absolutely. And uh, I just want to be able to point people to God because mm. He's what they need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, He's who we all need. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your story. It's so encouraging to hear where you've come from and then also to how you desire to then point more people to Jesus yeah. based on the experience you've had with Ruth, which is oh, really cool. That's right. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. You're so welcome. Happy. My pleasure. Awesome. Paul's letter to Titus is absolutely chock full of mentorship unfolding before us. Paul speaks of things that Titus should look for, things he should do, how to encourage those he's leading, and ultimately points him towards Jesus and Christian values. Last week, we talked about Jesus being the vine and us being the branches. We were told to remain in him. And there are times when remaining in Jesus is difficult or following after him is just hard. There are instances in our lives that are painful, tricky, uncomfortable. And I'm sure that Titus was experiencing a lot of these same things. It's in these moments, along with the good ones, that we can really benefit from a mentor. Just as a soccer coach would encourage his teammates during a difficult match, so can a mentor encourage us towards Jesus, especially when we have trouble seeing him. In my own life, I've encountered these types of challenges just like anybody. And often the people that I'm closest to are the ones that consistently point me back to Jesus and point me and remind me to look for him, especially when things are hard. Quite a few years ago, um, Grant and I were doing some youth ministry and I had a, a particularly challenging group of girls. And there was one day where it had just been a lot of frustration. And you know what? I thought I, I need to take a break. So I went for a short walk and just to kind of clear my head, get some air. And I called my sister-in-law and I said, hey, can you remind me why we do youth ministry again? And without skipping a beat, she instantly said, Lots of encouraging things. She spoke truth. She was not in that particular situation with me. So she could kind of step back and say, hey, here's the overarching look of what you're doing. And it was an amazing opportunity for her to remind me of what we were doing. She pointed me back to Jesus. While mentorship is a little bit different than discipleship, um, discipleship is being a follower of Jesus, while mentorship is more of, especially in the Christian context, is a person who is guiding you towards Jesus. Um, Paul speaks a lot in the New Testament all about how we should be guiding one another towards Jesus. It's a lot of the framework of his letters. He's a great encourager and a mentor to those he's writing to. So in keeping with the John series, I'm going to jump back a little bit to John 10, 10, where it says that Jesus came to give life and he came to give life to the full. And there are times, especially in our life when things are hard, um, that a mentor can be really impactful in this area to help us understand more about what living life to the fullest means. And I really believe that God has designed human relationships for us in this way that we can connect with one another and that he can point us back towards himself using those around us. I'm going to give you three reminders or tips if you're wanting to look for a mentor. First of all, um, finding a mentor can be challenging. It kind of puts you in a little bit of a vulnerable position. Um, if you have asked anybody to be a mentor and uh, you may know what that's like, but sometimes those people may say no. They may say, you know what? I don't have time and space right now in my, in my life or my schedule. Um, and I want you to consider that as a gift because mentorship is not something that you want to kind of enter into lightly. So if somebody says, you know what? I'm sorry, I can't. Um, it's probably because they want to give their best of themselves to you. And so I would encourage you that even though it's challenging, even though it may feel vulnerable, um, to keep looking for that mentor until you find one. Another thing about a mentorship I want to encourage you on um, is just that the relationship needs to work for both of you. So a couple of years ago, I was a part of a mentoring group and I was paired with somebody that I didn't actually know very well. I'd never met her before. Um, we didn't have a lot in common. And while I don't want to discredit what Jesus can do in these relationships, it was a little awkward. Um, there was a couple moments where I wasn't really sure where she wanted us to go in the, in the mentorship relationship. And um, it became a little bit challenging. And so I hope that it was beneficial for her. Um, but sometimes it can help if you kind of hit it off with a person right away to have that um, mutually beneficial relationship or where you can benefit from that mentor. Um, another way that a relationship needs to work for you is actually going to contradict my first point a little bit. Um, but in sometimes there are situations where your mentor actually should be somebody that you don't know. 
Um, a couple years ago, I took part in the Freedom Sessions program. And for my particular situation, it was really helpful for me if I didn't know my sponsor. So a sponsor is somebody that you connect with um, during a particular part of the program. And for me, I really felt like it was going to be um, more beneficial if they didn't have context for me. If they didn't know my friends or my family or where I came from, because I wanted it to be a very honest approach to it. I wanted to be really um, open with this person and it ended up working out really great. And that person was in my life for a season. I'm actually not in contact with her anymore. Um, but that's, that's actually a good thing. It was a really impactful part of my life. Um, and like I said, it was for a season, which actually brings me to my third point, where mentorship or being a mentor to somebody um, doesn't have to last for years and years. We've heard a lot of stories today about different timelines of mentorship. And there's really great influence that can be had in a short amount of time or a long period of time. And, and all of those are gonna be different depending on who you are and your particular situation. We hope that this experience has been impactful for you, um, just to see the power of intentional relationships in the lives of these women here. Um, as the, especially as they move closer to Jesus, it was so neat to watch and to see how they've all um, encountered Jesus and been, been moved and grown in their lives, depending on all these mentors that they've had. So I want you to ask yourself, who has had significant influence in your own life? Um, did you have someone who impacted you the way that, that Pam has been impacted by Margaret? Have you had a lesson that somebody's taught you, like Teresa, that you've carried through your life and then passed on to others? How are you different since having a mentor in your life or an intentional relationship? Is there a clear difference like Gail shared with us today? If you're watching live and you've been impacted by a mentor or maybe you've mentored somebody else, put a comment in our Facebook or YouTube chat channels so that other people can see. Maybe they've got questions for you. Maybe they want to know a little bit about what that process looks like. So I encourage you to, to list that there and to make yourself available to those who have questions. If you're looking to find a mentor and you're still not sure where to start, you love this process, but you're not really sure, um, connect with us. We would love to help you along to figure out what this can look like in your own life. Bottom line, we believe that mentorship is a really powerful way to grow in our relationship with Jesus, and we want to be a part of that with you. It's our whole goal for other people to understand and know Jesus better and understand how much he loves and cares for them. Hopefully this has been an enjoyable experience for you. We are so excited that you joined us. So take the questions that I've asked here, we'll put them up on the screen for you, and chat with a friend over them. Um, call somebody on Zoom, chat with your small group, or maybe call up a mentor that you had previously in your life and just share with them the impact that they did have. If you're at home, write something in the chat. We'd love to discuss with you there as well. And um, yeah, we are just so glad that you were able to join us. Thanks for, for watching. Have a great week and happy Mother's Day.